welcome to the Confident Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Norwood, a wife, mom of two, a life coach, and a counselor. But above all these titles, I'm a human who is so passionate about helping other moms feel alive and confident. My mission with this podcast is to help you, the human, reconnect with yourself and your identity beyond being a mom. On this show, I'll share moments and stories and interviews and expert strategies to manage your mindset and take small action until you are living a life that you are so obsessed with. I feel that becoming a woman who is happy and peaceful and confident is the most inspiring thing we can do for ourselves. One of my favorite things to watch is other women win, including you. Welcome to the show. What's up, friends? And welcome back to another episode of Confident Like a Mother. How are we feeling? The summer vibe is right. The weather has been glorious. I live here in New England and the weather has been amazing, like top notch. I hope that you're just like soaking in all this like goodness of the new season of summer. Today's episode I'm really freaking excited about it because it's kind of a vulnerable share. Um, And if you've been listening for a while and if you know me, if you follow me on Instagram, I am a huge believer in taking care of myself, obviously. And I love being curious. Curiosity is one of my core values as a human being. And I love looking at my own patterns and really drilling down as to like why I'm doing the things that I'm doing or the choices that I'm making. And I love understanding what I'm doing on a really, really deep level. It's probably the reason why I'm a life coach. It's definitely the reason as to why I'm a counselor. It's like, it's like in my DNA to do this. And I love being able to look at something hard and like process through it. Uh, And this is kind of new. So like, I think I used to like hide from my emotions and know that that thing over there existed, but I just didn't want to like really address it or maybe like address it from a very like surface level, like right at the top. But now I'm like all into diving deep into why I'm doing the things that I'm doing and how is, how do things continue to show up for me in different areas of my life? And I find for me personally, I know that verbally talking about the drama that exists in my mind is the most helpful for me. And even though I journal really frequently, I try to journal daily and sometimes I'll skip a day or three days in a row. But for me, I love journaling, but it's almost like the appetizer because oftentimes journaling is easy for me to like leave really hard questions unanswered or like, again, not look at that thing over there or not really dive deep. But when I am talking to either my life coach or my therapist, that is how I get to see like full circle. And most of the time it's really about just me talking through something and knowing that either my coach or my therapist is holding me accountable to walk all the way in. Like there's no leaving any uncomfortable answer. There's no leaving any emotions that I don't want to experience. There's no leaving that on the table while talking to my life coach or when I'm in a therapy session. And this is one of the biggest reasons why I love working with a coach. Um, She knows my personality. She knows definitely my patterns. She knows my default ways of thinking. And um, she's able to help me just walk right through that. And getting to know my therapist a little bit more, we've been working together for over a year now. So she's definitely on to me as well. And I find both of them to be hugely, hugely helpful, both in my 
grieving process after losing my mom. That's the main reason why I started working with a therapist. But now like I see both my life coach and my therapist as fundamental pieces of like my team. And they're helping me evolve just as a human being. And I don't think that there is like enough gratitude that I could verbally express for how grateful I am for having these wonderful supports in my life because they are allowing me or they're giving me permission to do this work on myself in real time and to grow. And it has truly been life-changing for me. So all of this to say that I know today's topic, which was like uncovered or unearthed really in um, a, a coaching session, I know that this is going to land with so many women because I can bet probably a bajillion dollars that we're all doing this. And what I'm talking about is over explaining ourselves when other people aren't even asking us for any answers. So do you ever feel like you're always justifying like what you're doing or over explaining yourself to others? Like, why you bought something or why you didn't buy something or why your kid might act differently or some of the choices that you make, how you parent or you know why you and your partner fight all the time or why you work so much. Whatever it is, whatever you feel like you are over explaining, I want you to take a minute right now and think about when are the times that you share answers with other people when they didn't even ask why? When are you justifying how you feel or what your choice is to other people that didn't even ask? Another, another area where I'm seeing or I find that a lot of moms will tend to justify what they need is when a need is not being met. So here's an example. Let's say it's the weekend and you're out with your kids and you're running errands and Maybe they were a little wild. Maybe it was like hot out. Maybe, you know, a lot of things happened um, and then you get home and you need a break. But instead of asking for a break from your husband or like another caretaker, you're like this. You get home and you're like, all right, it's your turn. I'm so tired. The kids are wild. You know, I spilled a bag of groceries and they ran out of two things that I needed from the store. I am just so over it. I need a break. I never get a break. Er, okay. <laughs> If this sounds like you on a Saturday afternoon, then this is a perfect example of how you're justifying your need for a break because you think your need for a break requires justification. If you are doing this, please know that you never need an excuse or a reason or you never need to justify that you need something. And I bet you, if you are in a fairly healthy relationship that knows how to communicate with your partner, Five out of five times, your partner will totally understand without you even having to give a reason. It's like, yeah, totally, babe. Like, I got you. And if you are a mom that is doing this, like no shade at all, no judgment, but you get to stop. Like you do not have to do this. You do not have to justify yourself. Instead, you could do something like this. Send a text, shoot a text to your husband on your way home before you get in the car and you communicate your need to your husband, to your partner. You could say something like this. Hey, babe, when I get home, I'm definitely going to need a little bit of a break. Can I have like an hour uninterrupted? Are you going to be home to take the kids or what do we need to do to make this happen? Boom, done. And if you feel like you can't go to your partner and like ask for the things that you need, I strongly suggest getting real curious on why that is. And I add this in because I know that it's really common and it's 
very common in most of the moms that I work with. So this is something that I see as a common theme. And then when we break it down, like in coaching sessions, like women are usually typically like, oh yeah, like I could totally ask my husband to do that. You know, like it's something that we're, while working through it and talking through it, you give yourself permission in order to ask for the things that you need. Yes, that's right. So moms, hear me when I say you do not need to explain why you need something unless like the explanation is asked for, of course, if they're like, oh, why, what happened? You know, of course you can like, yes, but your needs are valid just as they are. Your emotions are valid and you don't have to feel guilty about asking for the things that you want. And again, if you do feel guilty for asking for the things that you want, I too strongly suggest getting curious about why that is. Why do you feel so guilty to ask for the things that you need? And I won't lead too much into like why you're doing this, even though there is a reason why you're doing this. You coming to the conclusion as to why you're doing this is way more powerful than me telling you why you're doing this. But here's one thing that I will offer you. If you are unwilling to ask for the things that you need, out of fear of judgment, I want you to know this. Judgment of any kind comes from a lack mindset. And a lack mindset just simply means that, you know, there's not enough. Having the thought that there is not enough. Or taking this one step further, your lack mindset could be strongly tied to the core belief, I'm not good enough which is exactly why I was so curious to explore this in my therapy session. One of the things that's kind of just been revealed to me is how often I like have been downplaying my success and how often I justify everything I do pretty much in all areas of my life. And even when no one's like asked me to, I just have a million things to say about it. So in my last therapy session, we really dug into this because I'm always like, what do you see that I don't see? And, you know, help me see this clearer. And I was seeking help to understand this way more. And why am I over explaining everything? Why am I justifying myself? And one of the reasons I had been thinking a lot about this was my tendency to kind of dim my own light. And so when I said like underplay my successes and this only happens really around certain people, but you know, if I'm sitting down with a girlfriend and, and catching up with them, I feel like sometimes I dim myself down and especially do this when things are going really well. And when things are going really well, I feel like I'm always making it a point to be like, oh, well, you know, yeah, this kind of sucks or this happened. Like I'm pointing out things or something in my life that maybe isn't going quite so well. And then make a justification as to like, why shouldn't we, you know, maybe need to do some improvements in that area. Or if something that is going well, like say, for example, like my coaching business or my podcast or something, I'm always like justifying like, well, you know, I've been working on it for a really long time. And I'm always justifying it. And I think my tendency to justify is definitely from a place of, I don't want to make anybody else feel bad. And like, as I'm speaking these words now, like I think it might be stemming from guilt that I feel for feeling really great and feeling really awesome in my life. And the fact that I'm not struggling. And if I'm talking to someone that maybe is struggling or maybe isn't feeling so great, I feel a little guilty about that something to definitely bring to my next coaching session. <laughs> but talking through this a little bit further with my therapist and you know me dimming my successes or dimming my light, so to speak, I discovered like, even though I don't want to be doing that, like I don't, like I love to bring light. I love to 
be the light. And I, I know that I don't want to be like, oh, like cowering down and or feeling guilty. I know that I don't want to be feeling guilty for like the hard work that I put into um, making my life as awesome as it is. I don't, I don't want to feel guilty about that. And I've, I came to discover why I've been doing this. And a lot of it stems from, or it seems to be like an attempt of me trying to control how other people perceive me or how other people think about me. And I want to be seen as somebody that is doing life the quote unquote right way. And I know most moms, like we strongly feel the urge or the need to make the best decision for our kids for, you know, the right decision. What's the best school? What's the best ways to handle challenging behaviors? What's the best way to keep active and be fit and all these things. Like we want to just be doing everything the best. And I think where a lot of our judgment comes from is when we observe other people doing things differently than how we either chose to do it, than how we are able to do it or capable of doing it. We relate it back to us and we think that if people are doing it differently than we are, then somebody's wrong. When we know that's not the case and that's actually not true. Here's an example. So it could be you looking at someone that is able to home teach their kids and you may make a judgment about that mom's choice because it is different than yours. And that's simply it because it's different than yours, which does not mean that your way is right and her way is wrong or vice versa. So just the same way that we have judgments about the choices other moms are making, other moms are going to have judgments on the choices that we are making. And we have absolutely no control over that. So we can't control how other people experience us. And our tendency to justify is just us trying to have a little bit of control over how other people do experience us. Even though I can separate myself from the situation as I'm like talking about it, I logically know that other people will continue to think about me however they will. And I know that it's not actually my responsibility. And Worrying about how other people think about me and their feelings, I know that it is a waste of my energy, but yet I still do it, yet I still worry. And I'm sure you do the same thing too. And I know this because I see this with my clients. My clients are typically moms and because it's almost like a natural extension of being a mom is that we are typically nurturers and we care for others and oftentimes we take on the role of as the fixer, as the person that solves the problem. And so it makes sense that as mothers, we have this tendency to maybe want to manage how other people think and how other people feel. And not from like a robotic, like scary controlling place, but from a place of protection and love. So for example, if you were wanting to manage other people's experience of you so that they don't feel mad or they don't feel annoyed or upset or frustrated or whatever it is. So I'm going to just like explain to you why I've done what I've done or explain to you the situation even further so that you're not mad or that you don't feel bad or that you don't think of me in a way that annoys you, right? And at the end of the day, It's not your job to manage other people's emotions. It's not your job to manage other people's feelings or experiences of you, anything. So if you're doing this, you're actually expending your energy on things that are outside of your locus of control. So I'm going to leave you with this. I think of life as being an opportunity to just experience fully. I want to paint a picture for you. Think about your life as this really 
awesome, glorious, like open market. It's in the middle of a field and it's a 75 degree sunny day and there's a slight breeze and there's just amazing vendors there. There's awesome food and drinks and the vibe is just like amazing. Handmade goodies, everything. Your life is this open market and you can't really screw up your experience at this market. It's because you get to choose what stands or what shops you want to go browse, or you get to go experience where you want to buy from or what your experience is going to be like. You cannot screw up your time at this open market, just like you cannot actually screw up your experience of living because it is your choice. And I hope that this example can maybe help loosen the reins a little bit on the pressure that you might be putting on yourself to be living your life a certain way or to justify the decisions that you make so your life appears though you're doing it correctly in the eyes of somebody else. No, thank you. Here's what you get to do. You get to teach the people around you, teach the people in your life that you don't need an explanation. You don't need to explain why you're doing something or why you're not doing something or why you're feeling a certain way or maybe not feeling a certain way. Your experiences are valid just as they are. You get to ask for what you want. And again, if you need help building the confidence in order to ask for the things that you need in your life without having to justify why you need it, then we should 100% be working together in my Confident Like a Mother coaching program where you will learn how to ask for exactly what you need guilt-free so that you can live confident like a mother. You just listened to Confident Like a Mother podcast. I hope you found a little nugget of joy or inspiration in this episode. And if so, I would love it if you would share it on your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag me at Caitlin underscore Norwood. You guys know I love me some Instagram stories. And if we haven't met yet, don't forget to tag me as well so I can give you a big old virtual hug. I'm so grateful that you chose to spend part of your day with me today. And I will see you over on Instagram. 